As I walked through the wilderness of this world, I lighted on a certain place where was a den and laid me down in that place to sleep. And as I slept, I dreamed a dream. I saw a man clothed with rags, standing in a certain place with his face from his own house, a book in his hand and a great burden upon his back. I saw him open the book and read therein. And as he read, he wept and trembled and he cried out. What shall I do? At last he went home and hid his grief as long as he could, but he could not be silent long because his trouble increased. So he said, Oh, my dear wife and you, my sweet children, I am troubled because of a burden that lieth hard upon me. Moreover, I am told that this our city will be burned with fire from heaven. Should this fearful thing happen, both myself with you, my wife, and you, my sweet babes, shall miserably come to ruin, unless some way of escape can be found whereby we may be delivered. At this, all his family were amazed. They did not doubt what he said to them was true, but they thought he was sick. Therefore, hoping that sleep might settle his brain, with all haste, they got him to bed. But the night was as troublesome to him as the day. Wherefore, instead of sleeping, he spent it in sighs and tears. So when the morning was come, they asked how he was. He told them, Worse and worse. He tried to talk with them, but they answered him harshly, offering him medicine to cure his trouble. This only made him worse, for the load of sin on his back grew heavier day by day. So he spent his time in his room, sorrowing over his misery, or he would walk in the fields, sometimes reading and sometimes praying, and thus for some days he spent his time. Once upon a time, when he was walking in the fields, reading in his book and greatly distressed in his mind, he burst out as he had done before, crying, What shall I do to be saved? I saw also that he looked this way and that way, as if he would run, yet he stood still, because he could not tell which way to go. Then I saw a man named Evangelist coming to him, who asked, Wherefore dost thou cry? He answered, Sir, I read in the book in my hand that I am condemned to die, and after that to come to judgment. I am not willing to do the first, nor able to do the second. Then said Evangelist, Why not willing to die, since this life is troubled with so many evils? The man answered, Because I fear that this burden upon my back will sink me lower than the grave, and I shall fall into hell, and the thoughts of these things make me cry. Then said the evangelist, If this be thy condition, why standest thou still? He answered, Because I know not where to go. Then he gave him a parchment roll, on which was written, Flee from the wrath to come. The man therefore read it and asked evangelist, Whither must I fly? Then said evangelist, pointing with his finger over a very wide field, do you see yonder wicket gate? The man said, No. Then said the other, Do you see yonder shining light? He said, I think I do. Then said Evangelist, 
Keep that light in your eyes, and go directly to it. So shalt thou see the gate, at which, when you knockest, it shall be told thee what thou shalt do. So I saw in my dream that the man began to run. Now he had not run far from his own door when his wife and children, perceiving it, began to cry after him to return. But the man put his fingers in his ears and ran on, crying, Life, life, eternal life. And so Christian, for that was his name, looked not behind him, but fled towards the middle of the plain. The neighbors also came out to see him run, and as he ran, some laughed, and some cried after him to return. There were two that resolved to fetch him back by force. The name of one was obstinate, and the other pliable. They soon overtook him and tried to persuade him to go back home, but he said, That can by no means be. You dwell in the city of destruction that soon will be burned with fire. Be content, good neighbors, and go along with me. <laughs> what? And leave our friends and comforts behind us? Yes, because all which you forsake is nothing compared with a little of that I am seeking to enjoy. Come along with me and prove my words. What are the things you seek, since you leave all the world to find them? I seek a place that can never be destroyed, one that is pure and that fadeth not away. And it is laid up in heaven and safe there to be given at the time appointed to them that seek it with all their heart. Read it so, if you will, in my book. Away with your book. Will you go back with us or no? No, not I. I have put my hand to the plow. Come then, neighbor pliable. Let us turn again and go home without him. There are many like him who take a crazy notion and are wiser in their own eyes than seven men that can render a reason. If what good Christian says is true, the things he looks after are better than ours. My heart inclines to go with him. What? More fools still. Be ruled by me and go back. Who knows whither such a brain-sick fellow will lead you? Nay, but do thou come with me, Pliable. There are such things to be had which I spoke of, and many more glories besides. If you believe not me, read here in this book. This concludes a special episode of Pilgrim's Progress by John Bunyan. Part 1.